I'm obviously horrified, and so should, I, I believe, the public uh, by, by what has transpired and what has been revealed. Um, I mean, th- this, is not, this is not simply an assault on our democracy. This, this fundamentally ends democracy in the city of Toronto. There you go there, City Councilor Josh Matlow. I think it's pretty... I don't know if it's a surprise that he's head, his head's blowing up over this. I mean, he, he has aspirations for being a mayor, and um, certainly he will give a reaction. He has been strongly opposed to John Tory, so he's taking his position. And I, I don't think he'll be alone on this. I think uh, we're going to see a lot of volatility out of this, because these powers change everything. And when you hear from critics, they say, look, this is a power grab, which undermines democracy, you know, it weakens elected officials and councillors. And, and, and Tory asked for these extra, extra powers right before the election. He says it was brought up. I, I assure you, if this had come up during the, the most boring election of the planet, we would have been talking about it because it would have made the election not boring. So I, I would, we would know this. But I think, again, I go back to you. You have to kind of ask yourself, like, there are benefits. You can get stuff done. No question. We need to get stuff done. There's too much bureaucracy now. But I guess if you're okay with John Tory having these kinds of power, would you be okay with someone else having them, like Josh Matlow? So let's bring in Ben Spur, reporter, of course, covering all things Toronto. Uh, Star has over at the City Hall Bureau. Thanks for joining us, Ben. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, let me address the first thing, I think, which is, why wasn't this brought up in the election? Tory is out there today saying, no, 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 we, we talked about this, it wasn't an issue. But it's not just that we knew about the strong mayoral powers. There's this extra, you know, power that, you know, he can basically railroad over elected officials in other jurisdictions. Yeah, I think uh, that's a that's a big question why this wasn't brought up um, before the election. You know, the strong mayor powers that the, the province proposed before the vote and that we knew about is, is one thing. But this is a situation where pretty extraordinarily, you know, the, the mayor can now, if this legislation passes, get things passed the council with not a majority with with not not just so that's very different i think than vetoing a council decision that the mayor doesn't like right. that that's maybe more of a checks and balances system this is the mayor can get approval with one third of, of, of council support with less than a, a majority and that's something that you know I, i'm not sure that it exists anywhere else in any kind of government in in canada um and so it, it's a, it is i think a fundamental change and, and i think that the question is rightly put to the mayor that if he was asking about this, didn't you know the the public uh, have a have a right to know that that was something that he was pursuing? Yeah, the other part of this, and maybe you can kind of flush it out for me because it does get confusing. I mean, is it that John Tory now, uh, based on the provincial um, you know allowances here, gives him then the the power to go around elected regional directors? In other words, people elect regional um, you know representatives in. Does this power, the extra sweetened part of it, is that what gives John Tory the power to basically overrule what they do? So he, he can overrule city councillors, basically. So so the way things work now is that, um, you know, if, if a bylaw, if a rule comes up to council, right. uh, the way that it goes into effect is, is if council votes, uh, a majority of councillors vote for it. This would uh, mean that uh, he only one third of council would need to a- approve it, and and the the mayor insists that you know this is kind of not a big deal because it would only apply to um, matters that are of uh, aligned with provincial priorities, and that the mayor also deems are a priority for the city. But it's unclear exactly 
you know, how broadly that will be defined. Um, and the mayor could, by my reading of, of the law that we've seen so far, the mayor could, it, it applies only if the, um, in any event that the mayor is of the opinion that that the issue going to council is of uh, of a particular importance. So you know things like it's hard to read the, the mayor's mind, right? That gives the the mayor, I think, a lot of leeway to say, oh, this this matter uh, is of provincial importance, so I'm going to ram it through. So it, I think it's going to be um, really interesting to see exactly how this uh, new powers are applied and to what issues. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because John Tory obviously being in a third term, I mean, he, he's he's in the legacy building stage right now. So he can take whatever um, gambles he wants. And he's always been known as a bridge builder trying to get votes through. And so now he can do things without the repercussions of getting voted out of office. Having said that, do you, I think this fight then becomes bigger than just Toronto City Council, because I think we are going to see a whole bunch of pushback from other councils in other jurisdictions that are affected by this. Yeah, I did. there's some other aspects of the of the provincial uh, law that was introduced yesterday that um, aren't uh, directly related to Toronto City Hall that that would make all kinds of reorganizations of uh, other municipal governments um, uh, that would uh, I think also are going to engender some pushback. So yeah, the 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 province is uh, you know stepping in here and making pretty fundamental changes to the way that municipalities uh, in the province work. And I think what's notable is that you know, there's been very little public discussion of this kind of thing. It, it's mm -hmm. not like these issues were, were put in the, the provincial, um, uh, in the Ontario PC platform. This wasn't stuff that they ran on. There wasn't any kind of public discussion or a consultation about it. They're just being yeah. passed. So, you know, I think um, that uh, obviously is going to engender some pushback from people who feel they weren't consulted and, and the democracy is being kind of tinkered with here. Yeah, in other words, uh, maybe it could have been discussed on the election so people could vote on it, but it, it wasn't. Um, I'm, I'm curious because we know that these strong mayoral powers are going to be extended to other jurisdictions, which I think raises the question, well, if they've all got these strong mayoral powers and they don't like, let's say, what you know John Tory does with his power, can't they all whip out their powers and go around everybody? Like, it, Would this not just become embroiled in, in mayoralty powers? Yeah, I mean, there's there's limited things that that mayors can do to affect other municipalities that they're not the head of. Um, so, so you know, I don't think that you know um, Andrea Horvath is going to be able to use some right. strong mayor powers to overrule John Tory on anything. That that's not really? the way things work. Like what but, if like what if John Tory does something that um, that that Im that impacts the, her region? I don't know if it would. I'm just seeing this and going, well, we could have a whole bunch of power struggles here. Yeah, then I think that would go to the level of the province and the province still, you know, as they always have, would have kind of jurisdiction over any kind of intra uh, mm -hmm. or inter-municipality disputes. Um, but I think that a question to, that I'm not sure we know the answer is that, um, you, you know, these newer, stronger mayor powers, this kind of one-third uh, minority rule that uh, Tory apparently asked for from the province, mm -hmm. uh, it's not clear whether that, I think, is going to be extended to to all other municipalities. They will uh, be extended to Ottawa, at least. But, um, you know, I, and I think it's really notable to, to point out that the mayor asked for these authorities. As you say, he's kind of a bridge builder, um, has, has uh, and he maintains that his... Uh, approach to, to governing a council won't change. He'll kind of seek consensus, but that does kind of raise the question, why did he think he needs these powers? And my, my colleague, Ed Keenan, a columnist at the Star, mm. wrote this morning, um, you know, kind of asking, is there something pretty specific that the mayor knows he wants to do that knows will be controversial and that he hasn't told us about? Does he have some legislation right. in mind that he's, he thinks he needs this to get through?
Maybe. Well, we'll see. I mean, bridge builder and maybe bridge burner, but that uh, remains to be seen. Other thing is, obviously, City Hall is going to become a whole lot more, I think, raucous. They haven't even really gotten down to business yet. But do you see this fight? I mean, I think guy, we'll probably see guys like Josh Matlow pick up this. But do you see this ending up in a court? Do you, do you expect that this will likely uh, or, or be fought? I don't know. I, and can according, they? I, I don't know if they can or can they? Yeah, I think there'll be opposition. I, I think um, the uh, as we've seen with previous fights over the the um, province's decision to cut the sides of council um, that was challenged in courts and and uh, and it held up. The, the province has a pretty wide authority to to rearrange municipal government. So I, I think a court challenge is probably less likely to succeed. Um, but I think you will see opposition from from councillors, of course, who are, are now kind of reduced uh, to, you know, just being kind of, uh, you know, according to, to uh, Keenan earlier today, you know, kind of advisory right. uh, members. They're just kind of giving the mayor advice that he can overrule on important issues. So I think you will see pushback on, on that, mm-hmm. um, whether or not that kind of gains traction with people outside of City Hall, whether or not, you know, residents feel that this is a, an assault on their democracy, as some have characterized it, I think. That, that's a bigger question, right? Uh, you know, as we've seen with the last election at City Hall, the municipal engagement is not always high. So people, right. this may not resonate with people, but I, I think it will, um, could, you know, potentially have big uh, change, big impacts on how the city is run. So I think it is certainly worth paying attention to. You know who will this really impact? Uh, you. Because <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. very busy reporting on it. So glad you could kind of clear. I know there's still stuff that we we don't really see, but we will and we'll parse it out with you in the in the future. But uh, appreciate you kind of working through some of the fine print on this. Yeah, always happy to, uh, to speak with you, Alex. Thanks very much. That is Mr. Ben Spur. You can read him in uh, the Toronto Star. He covers all things City Hall, which has become, I think, more interesting in the last little while. But again, I think people are going to pick their battles. People are so tired. It's like you pick the traffic battle of never being able to get anywhere. This, what, what? There's so much stuff going on right now.